0: Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you haven't connected with us over on Instagram or Twitter, it is at NFTs, number four, newbies. Again, NFTs for newbies. We post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, some extra tips and tricks and education around this crazy world of Web3 and NFTs. Find us on Instagram or Twitter, NFTs for newbies.
1: We are always, always, always getting the question, how do I know if I'm buying a good NFT? Well, in this episode, we're gonna talk about one of the most important ways you can determine if you're making a good buy or not coming right up. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art.
0: Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. What is up, family? You have probably heard the term roadmap. A roadmap is a common term you're going to hear when you get into this NFT space. And essentially, all it is, is it's a plan. It's a plan of where the project is going. And a lot of times people use it to validate whether this is a good buying decision or not. But we're going to dig into a little bit more details about roadmap because I think we had a question about it, Rich. What was that question?
1: Heather's right. This question is from Otto, who says, Hi, Heather and Rich. I'm Otto from Guatemala. I've been listening to the podcast uh, for a while. And he just gets into a little bit other, uh, a couple other things. And he goes, I'm curious about roadmaps and would like to hear your opinions on how to create a roadmap. Not doing that. Uh, and I'm trying to start something that can help my country by donating some projects about rural communities, et cetera. Here's his bottom line questions Why a roadmap? Which is the best way to do a roadmap? And is it strictly necessary to do so? And obviously, he, he wrote something really cool here. Don't be confused. I hope for profits, but in the way I want to return something back to my country and do- by donating from the profits. So has, as Heather said, you know this can influence whether you decide to buy or not. It is essentially what I like to say, what I used to say in the Marine Corps is a do-say ratio. Are you going to do what you say you're doing or going to do? Well, a roadmap potentially could enhance the long-term value of a project. Where do you sit on roadmaps and the importance of them when it comes to potentially buying? Give me the truth.
0: I think they are important important because it shows leadership and it shows, um, to me, a roadmap isn't like a, a bonus. It's like something that's kind of like a mandatory thing that a project, if they're going to ask you to spend money on X project, it's like we said in a previous episode, an expected thing to have, and it should be at the forefront. Will they follow through on that roadmap? I don't know, because I could sit here all day long and be like, I'm going to do this, 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 this. But where is the integrity behind that and accountability behind that? And to me, the roadmap isn't enough. It's, do I believe these people are actually going to
1: follow through on it? What about any projects if you did not see a roadmap? Like, is that a red flag for you at all?
0: In the traditional sense, yes. I think most projects have roadmaps, but I think we have a very narrow view of what NFTs are right now. And I don't, for me personally, see... All NFT projects always going to have a roadmap.
1: Agree. And I, I I'm pretty certain CryptoPunks doesn't have a roadmap. And they're like, bum, you know who doesn't? Our boy Gary V. You know why? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what the hell he's gonna do next. He's just trying to bring value and he does crazy too. shit. <laughs>
0: But he has a track record of like he follows through on crap. He knows that. And his brand is big enough now that if he doesn't deliver, he's screwed because a lot of eyeballs are on him. And that's the scary thing about roadmaps is if some people don't follow through, if they rug pull, if they bounce, if they leave, if they don't deliver, there's not a lot of pain that comes with that because they don't have established big brands. They don't have big audiences. So if they F over a few thousand people, yes, that's wrong and it sucks. But it's not like somebody like Gary V or The Rock or somebody like that who has millions of people following them. And that's going to make like news.
1: To answer Otto's first question is why Roadmap? It's a level of transparency, in my opinion. It is trying to demonstrate your intent. And it, it also is an accountability tool. Like, are you being transparent about what you're doing? And are you following through? Are your activities in Discord? Are your tweets is what are are those things correlating to the roadmap? Now, let me break down a couple different uh, aspects of roadmaps that I said I would. One is time-based versus percentage-based. Time-based, Heather, means when NFTs for Newbies roadmap comes out, we're going to say, in Q1, we're doing this. In Q2, we're doing this. In Q3, we're doing this. Irrelevant whether we're selling or not. Okay, like We are not hoping or we're not counting on a certain percentage of sales, which boom, percentage-based roadmaps are essentially like, we need to sell 5,000 of these 10,000 before we do shit. You know why? Because I need those monies to do this thing that you will want us to do. So time-based versus percentage-based, I think time-based is good because it's saying, freaking live or die, we're doing this. You know what I'm saying? On percentage-based, you know it's interesting, but I also understand it because if you want to do something great, um, like produce an animated series, which I'm going to get into a roadmap that includes that, it probably needs funding and it needs a certain amount of funding and it means a certain percentage, at least that mint price need to be sold. So that's uh, one. Now, Heather, what about giveaways? Do you see giveaways happening?
0: I can see it included in our... I mean, this is the thing. When you're, when you're sitting here talking about this and I'm thinking about this question and I know this came up yesterday when we were on an IG Live. Side note, follow us on IG. We do Q&A lives there. Lots of fun. Um, you know, someone was talking about all the stuff that they wanted to promise their community and put on their roadmap and all that. And I think it's awesome. But back to my earlier point, not to be too cynical, like, do we really realize what this means. It's kind of like back to the analogy of dating and marriage. It's like, girl, honey, girl, I'm going to take care of you forever. We're going to travel the world. We're going to be doing this thing. and this and this. You
1: ain't going to have to pay for nothing for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. And then year two, year three gets around you're like, oh shoot. You know, a girl's up at her hair curlers and you're in your jammy jams. Like it's not as spicy as it was at the beginning. So like, let's think about that with the roadmap. I think it's easy to sit here and project all the things that you're going to do as a creative. Do you really know what that means? Year five, year seven, year 10, if you're thinking that far ahead, are you going to deliver on all that? Do you have a plan? Have you done stuff like this before?
1: Back to giveaways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just went like,
1: oh, sorry. She's like, "Uh, I'm done. Mic drop right there. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now, this course is going to cover a few things and we want to tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're going to cover what an NFT is, how to transfer ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you want to make money. Some of you want to invest money. Some of you want to make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Helene saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it. 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. Here's the thing. The reason I mentioned giveaways is because people can promise giveaways at certain time-based points or percentage-based Milestones or something along those lines. The reason giveaways matter are because there has been some trickery uh, in terms of some of the developers saying, you know, they randomized it, but someone they just split the profits and did they went on an awesome vacation or got a yacht or a boat or I don't know what. So giveaways should be done through Chainlink where you could, or I think that's the most prominent where you can make hybrid smart contracts and there's literally like a randomizer, right? Like a totally no bullshit randomizer. We've all been there where. You know, Gary Vee's doing a giveaway or something like that. And we're like, how did they choose him? You know, like you just want to know. So this is a way to be transparent. Again, roadmaps for transparency. And then lastly, Heather is charitable donations. Which Um, is cool. I'm skeptical. I'm super (gasps) skeptical.
0: We're so opposite. Like you're all like, I'm skeptical about like giveaway, all that stuff. And then I I am... What is it? Bullish? I am bullish on me. Some nonprofit work.
1: You know, you want to know why? I'll tell you
0: why. why. Scrooge, you have a little dog, don't you? That you kick in the fire.
1: I am not responsible for the things Heather says. I just want everyone to know that. And we are also not financial. He's a
0: mean one. Okay. Why are you? Why are you bearish?
1: The reason this matters is because they have, again, transparency is everything. Like, are you actually donating to this cause? Does the cause that you're actually donating for have sh- anything to do with what you're saying? If I have an NFT project based on helping gold star families, you know, like families of, of, you know, service members who've fallen or something like that. And that's that's like the crux of my thing. But I'm donating to, you know, the museum of you know, the Builders Association or something like that. Like, I'm just saying it has to correlate, okay? And I do believe that you have to have some way for people to see that the charities are happening.
0: Hello, blockchain son. What else? I mean, of course, it's all gonna be stored in the blockchain. That's what's so appealing about this space is there is transparency. There's forced transparency. So people like that will be called out. This ain't web 2 friend get with it
1: we just did an episode on web 3.0 so heather is trying to get her you know her lingo out there and kind of be <laughs> all cool so look here's a couple of tips and then i want to show you a couple of roadmaps number 1 evaluate activities against project goals are you doing what you're saying do the actions align with your expectation okay like there is a point where you could be a holder of an nft and be like i don't like the direction this is going like this isn't what i'm all about anyway so does that mean you need to sell and make your profit cool are they adding value generally? Are you in the Discord seeing if they're adding value? Are they working towards a roadmap? We already kind of did that, but are there things that are enhancing that experience? Are there in real life meetups? Are they giving out PO apps or kind of digital tokens uh, saying, yeah, you know, you were on this cool Zoom call that we all had with all our owners. And then lastly, does the timeline make sense? Okay, is it ambitious and doable or is it complete nonsense?
0: Well, hold on. I'm really glad you brought up the timeline thing because I was thinking, I feel like a lot of people kind of err towards like, this is going to be a long-term project. We're going to be doing this forever. Well, who's to say you can't do a six-month roadmap or a one-year roadmap where I buy an NFT from you and the roadmap is we're going to give 50% here in November. I'm going to send you a Thanksgiving t-shirt. That's my roadmap. Enjoy.
1: (laughs) Heather's doing like these sign-offs for some reason, like... I don't know what, what what's going on, but auto, <laughs> uh, enjoy, Heather. Uh, so what is the best way to start a roadmap? Uh, as far as templates, you can Google that for sure. I appreciate what you're trying to do in Guatemala. I appreciate the profit yes. you're trying to make, and I appreciate that you want to give profit back. So the best way is to be transparent and be cognizant of what you can actually achieve and what you can say you want to do and what you can actually do. Uh, so that's what I would say. Now, I want to give a couple examples of roadmaps, and here is one I'm going to do. Awesome project that's on the horizon. Have NFT is going to be powered on the blockchain. Okay, Uh, this is a veteran-focused NFT, the first of its kind. But here's a roadmap. I'm going to click on it. And then here's December. Launch page ready. Community onboarding, et cetera, et cetera. January. looks like they're on target. Pre-sale of the Marine Bulldog. Woo, woo. Yut. Marines. (laughs) Uh. Just, okay. Uh, <laughs> whitelist opening, have NFT public sales, staking, etc. cetera. Uh, I can't scroll over for some reason, but um, here's a roadmap so you could actually see. I'll give another one of our friends over at Fish Mafia who are super awesome. Look, it says right here, roadmap. Okay. now version two. I wonder why there's a version two. Probably because shit changes. Okay. so this is last year, November 4th, November 15th. There's an airdrop in Q4. Uh, We got those airdrops. And because of those airdrops, Heather and I now have fine art pieces from Basefish that got mailed to our house. And it's awesome. And then they have up to Q1 2022 animated episode pilot, which they're currently working on. Heather, all I see is it's up to Q1. Why is there not Q2, Q3, Q4 for 2022? What's up with that?
0: Well, just like you said, they're they're aware enough that things are going to change, that their community is changing. Um, I think they've been able to build a strong enough brand and community that there's some leeway there because there's already trust built that people know that they're not going to just drop off the face of the earth. I was in a, a happy hour with them just last night, and there was you know a ton of people in there, and they were talking about not only what they've done but what they plan to do, and it might not officially be on the website, but there's trust and community built there. I think all of this comes back down to trust. Like, do I trust you to say, to do what you say you're going to do? Do I trust your vision? Do I trust where you're going? You know? And I think if you don't have that, um, that's a really important thing to build and to focus on even above what's on your roadmap. Because no matter what you put on your roadmap, no matter how enticing, if people don't believe you, if you don't have that brand, if you don't have that heart, that story or whatever, it's in vain.
1: I agree. And uh, one thing I forgot, I had some notes here. I cannot remember the Medium article. Sorry, everybody. Uh, But to wrap, here's a couple of things you could look for. Uh, Make it visual. Okay. People like pictures, people who like NFTs like pictures. So make that really easy to see. Obviously, we said make it achievable, uh, make it dynamic. uh, So it means dynamic means it is flexible. Okay. You could flex and it's not going to destroy your life if you're not on target for this thing, but you could introduce something else. And then lastly, it should be concise. All right, no one's trying to read, man. NFTs are just like, okay, let me look at this, cool. Uh, uh, like, just make it quick, okay? But have something that is easily discernible and achievable, so to speak. And that might be the difference between your project winning or losing.
0: Speaking of winning and losing, we got a big old winner with us who is a listener at Smile Hard Media. This is Louie Gammon who asked us, a random question that we're going to end the show with. And this is a new uh, venture for us, guys. We've had the pod deck for uh, the past six months. We've enjoyed it, but we went through every single sneaking question. So now we are asking you guys to send us in a random question, non-NFT related, that you want answered on the show. So make sure you click the show notes to submit your question. But again, Louie, thank you for sending this in. Ah, the question, what is the food, single or combination that you like that others find Gross or disgusting?
1: Me? Um, I don't even know what it's called in English, but chicharron. Um, oh,
0: Colombian,
1: it's it's just like, <laughs> you know what? Why don't I just look it up? It's super fatty, crispy. It's like pork rinds, essentially. But <laughs> you have to not. use the word um, crispy. Crisp. <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, what are chicharrones? Chicharrones are deep fried pork rinds or pork belly or pork skin. That's that's what I like. It's really good. And I actually eat like the whole thing. There's like actually you're supposed to eat like this meaty part, but then I eat the skin too. It's just bomb.
0: That's gross. <laughs>
1: Want some? Oh please. Please. And it crackle. Please, please. Oh man, it's good.
0: Mine, I, I... I don't think it's gross but my husband thinks I'm just repulsive for eating it. But at Thanksgiving, I love when we have the turkey, I put cranberry sauce on top of the turkey and eat them together. He thinks he thinks that's gross, but it just I like purple turkeys.
1: Is it come out of a can and it still has like the rings on it from the can? Yes. Oh and you my put that God. right on top Get of the turkey. Got it. Got it. All right, this If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Peace out.